0: IOT, it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. IOT, it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. IOT, it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Sir Shamrock. Rock. And welcome to the fourth annual IOT, it's Halloween special from the Friday Night Podcast. And boy, we've got a great movie tonight. We've got Halloween for the curse of michael myers i don't know guys like i mean this is point where It gets weird because I've seen this movie, but I can't remember a goddamn thing about it. So I'm going to be almost reacting to it in real time with you guys, if you'll be so kind as to sync the movie up and get ready. Um, I don't know how way this is going to go because I'm recording this on Halloween. I was going to see Halloween Cues again, but I decided not to because I forgot to record this. Um, Yeah, so this might be a complete fucking disaster. Pardon my French, but uh, we'll record anyway. Um, yeah, so fourth annual update is Halloween. For those who don't know, I basically should, in theory, commentate over a Halloween movie. It doesn't always work that way, but we do this time. So again, sync up Halloween 4. It's on Netflix in UK, I think. If you don't have Netflix in the UK, um, find a copy of a movie somewhere, sync up. If you don't want sync up, I will sort of describe what's happening I guess maybe would I really just want to cook some food because I'm hungry but podcasting you know it's important to do things like even if you feel like I can't be bothered it's important to do things especially when your last episode of your weekly podcast was 10 minutes long because you couldn't be bothered to do the let's make up a movie segment so you just spent 10 minutes talking about dune and people online have spent hours talking about dune and you spent 10 minutes because you are a lazy lazy man but it's okay because i am not have paid for 4. it's on netflix so yeah awesome um yeah <laughs> my god this looks horrendous um anyway i'll be back in just a brief second um so set your engines to go because it's time for Halloween 4. It's the return of Michael Myers. And it's coming up after a brief word from my sponsor. Because after all, you got to have a sponsor. Here we are. About to watch Halloween 4. parting in the dark. Going to have a sponsor segment. And Michael's going to follow you. Though you may not want him to He's still gonna Follow you He don't care what you say Cause after all It's R.D. Halloween It's the time For a Spooky I'm gonna give up that's, that's gone shit Just I'll be back in a second okay Jesus Christ And here we go October 30th 1988 Eerie music playing oh. And we are in Haddonfield No, we're in Mustafa Akkad. Wait, no, he's the producer of the movie. We're not in him. We can't be. There's a skull. And Donald Pleasance's name comes up. Everyone's favourite crazy man. He stars in Halloween 4. The return of Michael Myers. Oh. And this is obviously a big deal because he um he wasn't in he wasn't in Halloween 3. Um, he wasn't in that movie, but he's in this one, and um, that was an Amphiji movie, but apparently it's in the same continuity. Oh, there's um, uh, uh, something hanging from a tree. I, uh, and there's a barn! There's a barn for the Amish among you. And it's very atmospheric, and not much is happening. And oh, there's a there's a pumpkin scarecrow with an axe. So it's like, oh. Uh, and there's a pitchfork sort of thing. Not oh, no fans I fans of Halloween movies. I don't know how you feel. Oh, there's a witch. But not the witch from Halloween 3. That has to be stressed. It says, nothing of Halloween 3, despite numerically it takes place after Halloween 3. And there's a, oh, Halloween theme by John Carpenter. Thunder Rumbles. And the Ambler drives along. And I, did Michael Dart have Halloween 2? I can't remember. There's a fire... But there's a fire in so many Halloween movies that you just lose track. But there's fog! But not the fog. There's just fog. There's two guys driving ambulance, and they just look flat and lifeless, and apparently four people wrote this story, and I'm like, wait, what, how? How did it take four of you? And we're back at Richmond, Federal Sanitarium, and the doctor comes out, and he's like, ha, 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 and he's, oh, you know, he says, go on through, and they go on through, and, you know, I'm I'm giving you all you need to know about this movie because not much is really going on. Um but it was directed by Dwight H little. The H stands for not little. Despite the fact that H is not, is not in either not or Little, it stands for not little. Um this is a riveting movie so far. It it's um Oh, they're gonna pick up a patient. Pick up and transfer, but in LA, it's like, oh wow, I'm, I'm amazed by dialogue. This guy's got a really weird fucking face. Jesus Christ. I mean, I I guess it's acting. He's he was told to act like how weird face, but man, he really took it hard. It's just I don't know. Like this already doesn't feel like Howie moving. I know that's weird because it is a Howie movie. But I mean, it's one of my complaints with new one the um the original new one with all the podcasting stuff. It was sort of like this doesn't f-. and reason I think that is this because I I feel like how we moving this stuff generally Curtis front and center because you know I don't know like I mean other horror franchises like obviously Friday the 13th really have continuing elements apart from Jason and Nightmare Street did but sort of but not really. And Hayraiser didn't really. I, so, I mean, Hayraiser did a bit, I suppose, with Kirsten. But, but I just... Oh. And now they're giving us narration on um, Michael murdering people getting near sister. But it's story Because obviously this takes place years and years and years after Howing and Howing 2, which take place on the same night. Which so do the new ones, actually. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. And the um, background's red. In Kate, in Kate, in- yeah, they ride with down to heck itself. Um, I oh, there's a doctor. So, some people say four, five, and six form their own loose trilogy. I can't remember to be honest. I've seen all these movies, but a long, long time ago. Uh, I think the last one saw was the Paul Rudd one with the Nazi death cult. And, like, in terms of, I've obviously seen all of them, but the last. Like, non new Howie movie, I saw that's obviously Howie and Howie Cares. Um, the uh, last one to forward. that's probably Howie Sits, which you know is okay. I mean, it's, it's not good, but you know, this feels like a Howie movie. This doesn't really at the moment, I don't know what tone this is going for. I think it's similar to something like Psycho 2, which is sort of like, yeah, it's definitely a sequel, but it's not stylistically that close to the original. This I. I mean, I remember vaguely Michael burned up in the last one, and so did Loomis. But apparently, no. They're saying Loomis should be here as Mike Myers' is his patient. How is that case now? How is Loomis even have patience after all shit he's pulled? No. Oh, they've said he's more ceremonial. They want Loomis gone basically, because they don't like Loomis. Holy shit! He wants Loomis to either transfer, retire, or die. It's like, wow, like, can't he just like retire or transfer? Why does he have to die? Oh, here's the music. It's the best part of Halloween the music. It's something people said about my latest movie, Bobo Batch and Returns. That they like the sound, but they wish songs had some music behind them. And my initial response was intended to be, well, I couldn't do music because I only fought for the songs three fucking weeks ago. You know, and musicians like money, but my actual answer was more like, "Yeah, you know, you just run out of time," um, which is true. I mean, like John Carpenter's music is good for movies like this because it's already there, so they can just use it whenever they want to, and it enhances the. Even bad scenes are enhanced by John Carpenter's iconic Halloween theme. Um I, I actually am trying to ape John Carpenter. In my own stuff. I don't know how successful it is, but. Anyway, they're taking a body out of um, Richmond um, Sanitarium. And it's covered in bandages, so we don't see Michael's face. Um, you know? Oh, shit, Michael has a niece. Oh, no, he heard them talking about his niece. Oh... Oh, shit. State owns Michael. Oh, God. we going to go into... Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, he's grabbed his face. He heard that's niece and he was like, Relative. Relative. Oh, shit. Oh, man. He's dug into the head there. And there's his niece, I guess. What was this? I, I guess Laurie's just going to die off camera or some stupid shit. And you'll actually, some of you will recognise this actress, or we know that this actress late, starred in Rob Zombie's Howie movies, and, you know, I figure they should bring her back from the new ones, because why not bring him back everyone else? Rob back fucking Tommy Doyle, recasting as Anthony fucking Michael Hall, which we did a good job, but, you know, why not some continuity? Why not bring her back? It doesn't have to be the exact same role, or she could be another kid, you know? Of them Laurie's because Laurie looks batshit insane, so Oh she's doing a good job actually. Oh don't a little kid that that's cruel. I mean it's honest but it's too cruel. Um and I love how they're just still not they're just basically screaming, Laurie's not main character anymore, Jamie's the main character, so get up and get bent. You know Jamie's the franchise now Oh. Oh. And they call Jamie as a not Jamie Lee Curtis, and they call the other one Sunday as a not to her favourite day of the week. I don't know, though. Like, I mean, like, the angle of the kid it's kind of cool for, like, you know, doing something a bit different, but I don't know. Maybe it's because it's got older. I don't like seeing kids putting. Horrifying situations. I know it's just a movie, but just something off about it. And I know people say, well, that's a fucking point, dumbass, you know. You're meant to feel scared and worried about kids in horror movies, you know. But at the same time, it's like, it feels too unseemly, even for Michael. But, you know, nothing's as unseemly as what happens in later movies or what they haven't implied happens. But I will get there and this how he sits, which is a... A fucked up movie for ages. Sworn the ages. Jamie Swan Cross, the hallway now. Um, can you be a screen queen if you're like seven, eight years old? I suppose throughout history they've had very, very young queens, but that's really young. Oh, just look at the picture of Jamie Lee Curtis, who probably got big fucking payday for that one scene. And it's so stupid. I know Jamie Lee Curtis probably didn't want this movie, so there wasn't anything they could do, but just. The idea that she dies off screen... And like... That's a cool mirror shot... Oh shit... There's Michael... With that crappy looking mask... Holy shit... This is a thing you should do in movies... If it looks like shit... Shoot it in darkness... It's what so annoys me about more horror movies... If it looks terrible... Just turn the darkness up... Or change the lighting slightly... So you can't see it as clearly... You know... It's not... Really that difficult... But sometimes in these, movies, in these horror movies, they'll show it flat out and it looks fucking terrible. Just hide the image. Just change it slightly. You know? Like, for example, when I shoot horror movies and I'm using masks, I change it up slightly so you can't see how naff the mask looks. That's what you're meant to do, you know? Oh, God. I mean, John Carpenter knew this. The original was so dark and dimly lit. But I, don't know, I love terrible horror movies. It's done for effect, you know? This little kid's really good, actually. Danielle Harris, this name. She's doing a really frigging good job. I mean, it's, it would be nicer to have some stuff with, between, with, like, Laurie and her kid, or Laurie trying to protect her kid. I know she protected Tommy and Lindsay in the um, first one, but to actually be protecting her kid, from Michael, be really cool, but, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know if they even asked her back, but she, oh shit, Michael's under bed, creepy bastard, he's like, come join me, Jamie, come join me, be Jamie Myers, they'll fitch. oh shit, he sat up, Okay, that's cool. For the lightning crash, flashing and crashing, and see in Michael's face quickly. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, why is Michael's endgame? Oh wait, what? Michael's outside. Holy crap! And here comes Sunday. Oh, it's all dream. Oh, Jamie's psychic. I guess it's a bit like Nightmare in Street Two, where that redheaded. Teenager was blatantly an XB for Jean Grey I guess um, Jamie's an XB for Cy- Cyclok from That you know, ter- Terribly English Terribly English Cyclok Who for some reason became Tracking body of an Asian woman Which has so many Unfortunate implications And now we're back to Haddonfield, Illinois And it's Halloween October 31st, 1988 Exactly Um 34 35 years 33 years ago, yeah, exactly 33 years ago. Holy shit, it's time fly! I'll be 37 in January, 37 in a row. And now we meet two people who are not really rocking the chemistry, but I the script probably didn't really give the main thing work with, and they're just bantering and they're discussing ties oh, oh, no, it's, this is Jamie's house, I guess. You know, Jamie and Sunday. And they're just, they're all bantering and it's wonderful banter and it's... You know, I... I, I Not that I won't take people make the movies, but this scene should have be been shot a lot more movement and momentum and a, almost like a one-take scene to re the family dynamics because it's shot very flatly. And I guess that's sort of in the style of John Carpenter who... In the original, not not in the John Carpenter shot it flatly in the original movie, but he kind of went for more static long shots, like really hailed him just to like see stuff in the background. For example, scene with Michael appearing, not even have darkness. Our eyes are just into darkness, then Michael appears behind Laurie, or it's revealed he was always behind Laurie. That sort of cool effect. Whereas this is just like it's just plonking a camera down. And very matter of fact. Maybe it's because of Kid. Maybe they didn't want to give the, the kid too much choreography or blocking or something. But still, very f- matter of fact, way of shooting moving. It doesn't really have intention to it. In some guys, that's similar to Nightmare Entry Street 2, but then again, that movie did have some inventive sequences and it did play with Neon and had some thematic c- uncurrent to it. That was an adorable dog, by the way. So I'm have to assume these are Sydney's relatives. No, not Sydney's. Sydney is, is from Scream. I presume these are um, Laurie's relatives who weren't mentioned in the original movie but live in Haddonfield. Or maybe these are Myers, part of the Myers family. And Laurie and Michael, yeah, because they're related, but. Laurie didn't know it and I guess I, I, don't, I don't fucking know I have no idea what's going on except for now we're discussing ice cream and I guess breakfast comes first and then ice cream comes later I don't, I don't fucking know I don't know guys I, I I don't know it's just it's just oh and now we're talking about Michael M Myers and Santerium and like Oh, shit, Loomis is back with a tiny little burn. So oh, I wasn't, I notified. Oh, he's pissed. Apparently, that's our fucking psychopath in, there, in this movie, which is kind of hilarious. And also, he, should, he burned to death at the end of the last one, but he has a tiny burn on his face because he is essentially um, a, the equivalent of Michael on good side. Now, here we go. He's just gone batshit saying, And, I mean... I don't mind it, because I think Loomis is the most interesting part of the series, by far, and that's not really down to the writings, even in the original Halloween movie, as um, Red Left Media posted. Um, There's an entire chunk of that movie where he just stands by a house, waiting for Michael to come home. That's all he really does. But it's still brilliant, because fucking donald pleasance is a monster of an actor and i don't know about his personal life i don't want to get into that but he is a brilliant brilliant actor even when he's given nothing to work with or maybe especially when he's given nothing to work with because he's got that diction that enunciation it's very much in stuff of like um Alec Guinness where it's like take nothing role and elevate it with purpose and dignity and also I think he's just really got John Carpenter's minimalist style of writing he just nailed it perfectly oh and Loomis sort of like there's an accident and I think Michael was involved and he's off and they're investigating crime scene and has any police force in the history of cinema ever been worse than Haddonfield's police force what a fucking crock of shite they are you know it's like, I mean, in first movie they don't know that Michael's supernatural or he's maybe supernatural or may not be, but they're just so useless. And Loomis is like, why is Loomis involved in any of this? By the way, he's oh he's limping now. He's got cane. He's he suffered a horrible burns in fire and also hurt his leg, so he's using cane. This is this is some WWE survive Series. 1999 bullshit where Trip H was dropped out of a fucking forklift or in a car out of... A, he, he had some sort of car mishap and then he showed up next like uh, eight days later with a fucking band-aid on his head and this is that shit where it's like Loomis burned to death and he's gone limping and scarring his face. Yeah. And Michael's gone... And I, this really, this is similar to what annoys me about last Blair Witch movie, because this is, this takes place 10 years after, like, Halloween 2. And I guess the only reason it takes place 10 years later is, one, they didn't shoot it 10 years later, and two, because fucking, they, they couldn't get Jamie Lee Curtis back, so they thought, time skip, um, and, Laurie had a kid. This doesn't make any sense. This feels like it's, it should take place like two days after Halloween, too, you know? It's just, ah. Oh, it's like, even some miracle Michael's conscious, his muscles be totally useless. It's like, my God, this is bad. And Loomis sort of like, he's not a human being. He Part of him died years ago. And it's like, so Michael can die. Interesting, right down, Jefferson. i love how loomis is basically like i'll fucking stop him it's like loomis you are you weren't exactly going to stop michael when you were in good condition and you're not in good condition but i mean i i don't know guys i think and I know I I make my I make my own half batch production available on Nation Network or YouTube, um, <laughs> but oh shit, no. But I mean that's a f- brutal key, by the way. But I mean I know I'm doing that, and I know they'll get increasingly incoherent. But this these ones, it's like okay. Here's my problem. This is just not terribly inventive so far, you know. It's not, it's not that it doesn't really feel like Howie movie, but then again on the other regard it doesn't really feel like it's doing much of interest either. It's basically just, you know, I don't know, flat, I guess you can say. Um where it's like you could not slump the Friday 13th sequels, but they do some interesting shit in those movies, you know? They really do some interesting cool shit. Um, where they're doing like the um, uh, town and townsfolk and all of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, how fighting, fighting, especially the um fifth one, and Nightmare like, actually did some cool shit. Halloween tried with Howling three, but I I feel like sort of when that backlash, they just thought, oh shit, where we gotta do um the standard stuff, you know, where it's not really very interesting. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, so I'm just typing on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Lubrication and Loomis of like, oh my God! I saw a dead body. It's like Loomis, like oh God. But I think all right. It's not no one armchair quarterback Halloween because I don't see point. I know how I'd do it, but I mean, I suppose it's doing something a little bit different with the increased focus focus on Loomis and like, you know, the daytime shooting and seeing Loomis try and track down Michael. But I just, it would be right. Like, that is true. That is something a little different than the norm. But I I don't know. It just feels kind of doll like if you were really going through going go through Loomis' perspective I think having more time spent on psychological angle and this is a weird fucking shot of Donald Pleasance right next to fucking Abraham Lincoln oh shit Loomis and Michael showdown squaring off and Loomis has a gun he's like oh man this is quite cool though it's quite cool it feels a bit like a western uh, you were 10 years why now We'll ask the fucking writers And it's like the ultimate showdown. Loomis being like, don't go Hanfield, motherfucker. I'll I'll kill you. And Ted Michael take me. And Michael's like, I don't give a fuck about you, Loomis. You know? Jamie's fucking... Laurie's dead. I'm going to go grab my niece, you know? I almost got her in a dream. He almost grabbed her in a dream, but he forgot to wake up and apologise to her. Oh, Michael's never... If Michael's never there, or when Loomis blinked, Michael disappeared, which is like... How the fuck? You know what the fuck is that about? And this is a. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't like Halloween movies. I don't like scenes set during day Halloween movies. I like the first one. Oh shit, Michael! Remember, Michael can drive and look. <laughs> Loomis with a gun is so ridiculous. It's, oh my god, the gas station's about to blow up. <laughs> Loomis jumping over the fucking trash can thing. it's like, you bet your ass the fucking Donald Loomis didn't fucking do that shit. Holy fuck. Oh man, Donald Pleasance even, isn't like Jump over the fucking garbage. Oh man, action hero Loomis. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh man, look, these crappy kids. What bunch of who is wrong with these Kids in Haddonfield, you little douchebags. You know, it's like, creepy, Jamie, creepy, Jamie, 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 creepy, creepy. I mean, is that? Oh, shit, they make her cry and they're running slow motion. Don't make her cry, bruh. feel, kids making her cry, bruh. They're calling her uncle Boogeyman. And it's like, well, technically they're correct. And you think you dreamed about your uncle trying to murder you? Why are you getting upset when he call him Boogeyman? He's literally the fucking Boogeyman. He's the Boogie Woogie Oogie Man. And it's so this so like seriously, this kid can act, man. God damn. Oh, good Sunday's back. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Happy days, walla day spend all week with you. And now she's going for a drive and they're like, you remember Lindsay, don't you? Oh, shit, it's Lindsay. You know? Why would you want to go tri- te- trickle tri- uh, 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 trick treating for your other kids? Those little douchebags. Lindsay, this is before her... Um, I didn't, mem- I didn't know she was in movies. I guess they're like, we can't get Jamie Lee Curtis back, let's get fucking Lindsay back. The actress who played Lindsay. It's like, ha! Well, didn't she die in the first one? No, she didn't, because she is a little kid in the first one. And now she's not a kid, she's like a teenager. <laughs> this is a- not a good movie, guys. 25 minutes in, Oh my god, die so long left. And can we just, like. I mean, John Carpenter set seems perfectly. Inf- oh, There's a Nightmare in Street shout out. Ooh. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, man, lock your door. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Seven, eight. Oh man, sunglasses. Oh shit! That. Actor is sporting the Me Too face if I've ever seen a Me Too fa- Oh my god, that dang Aykroyd look motherfucker. Look at this, it's like they there's not of like hey, there's not enough guys in this movie. Let's let's get the guys you <laughs> guys These guys are just screaming me too. (laughs) They're just giving off the... Jesus Christ, these guys are like straight up fucking creep show too. where it's, where you just think, oh, the, the, that one guy who's, who's like on Raft, he's okay, he's a nice guy. And then he starts like getting all creepy and handsy if the woman is asleep on Raft. And he's like, oh, I feel very uncomfortable. And these guys give off that vibe. And wait, Vincent Drug? What sort of store name is Vincent Drug? My good god, this guy looked just like Dang Aykroyd. It's like they put Dang Aykroyd in a fucking time reversal machine, and this guy came out. and It's like, I presume I he doesn't have to commit time in Dang Aykroyd, but like, he fucking looks like Dang Aykroyd. Or maybe Dang Aykroyd had some, despite being only in his 30s, maybe had like a 20 something kid who wanted to be in fucking movies. There's a Michael Myers mask! Why would you continue making those masks? Like, fucking... You just stop making them, surely? It's like, ah, uh, we're going to keep making these masks because this guy keeps coming and buying them and we make killer business out of it. People go... Don't you understand? That's probably Michael Myers because that's the mask he fucking wears, people! And they're like, ah, oh, but he keeps buying them. It's, it's like guns! People keep buying guns! Why would we stop selling guns? Because they shoot people with their guns! Ah, oh, I keep buying guns! Like, surely there's a law in town... These masks cannot be sold at Halloween because Michael might like knives and masks in this Haddonfield should not be sold on Halloween Day because Michael is going to buy masks and he's going or steal masks and he's going f- steal knives. It's like my God. Anyway, um, uh, apparently Sunday's name's Rachel, but I'm going to go with Sunday because it's cooler. And Dagnacroid's sort of like I got a bad feeling about this. I as a kid. When when my goes round I I I I gotta protect you, you know, it's it's been been ten years. Wait, when's how Is seven? Seven seven? Seventy eight? Oh I guess seventy eight. And this is like chemistry free zone again. <laughs> oh, she's got a clown costume. That's not very wide. Oh shit see that Michael's just stealing a Michael Myers mask. He, oh man! Oh my god! She's seeing Michael Myers, and it's not a little kid from the first one. But oh man, Michael's back, and he puts the mask on, so he can't see his face, and she screams, and he's sort like, "Come to me, child." And oh, oh shit! Mirror shattered. Her illusions are shattering. And oh, Sunday runs back, and Jamie's freaking out because he's got that psychlock, you know, powers. He's come back, Nightmare Man. Don't call her Uncle Boogeyman that's not cool, don't do that, but she can call him Nightmare Man, that's, that's allowed, that's okay, she can call him the Nightmare Man, that's, that's fine, and, oh man, Michael's so like, I was right here after, sure, I faked you out of the audience, and fucking Loomis is walking to town, and he's trying to hitchhike, what a fucking 80s thing, with creepy ass. Unevolved, evolved de younger Dan Aykroyd fucking hurting on Sunday. Jamie smashing mirrors, shattering the illusion. Fucking Donald Ple- yeah They actually asked Donald... I bet they just saw Donald Pleasance. Just start walking. Fucking walk in town. He probably annoyed crew and they're like, fucking walk to... Fucking walk back to set. Oh, and cheerleaders and they're like, Come on, old man. Let's go in town. And Loomis... That's a weird-ass smile. But they're actually going to take him back to town. Oh, no, they're going to blow smoking's face. And Loomis, they, those kids are blatantly going to die because they've messed with the Loomis. And there's fog. You know, it's a John Carpenter illusion. And <laughs> what would the Reverend say? The Reverend pulled up and said, get in here, old man. I ain't got to Judgment Day. It's like, what weird fucking lying? Damn you fucking people. Oh, God. How do you know he's a bit? Apparently, everyone's on a quest. He's like, oh shit! This guy's straight out of a fucking Stephen King movie. He looks, oh man, he looks like, oh man, he looks like he's fucking creepy, motherfucker. Okay. Halloween 4 is such... this movie's I don't want to be great of movies but this is not a very good movie I think it's fine it's Halloween it's literally Halloween I'm watching a Halloween movie where a drunken priest is talking Donald Donald Pleasance I keep calling him Donald Loomis but I mean at this point he might as well fucking just call him Sam Pleasant or Donald Loomis, because he just, he's <laughs> Priest, this is so Stephen King, like, this is so stupid, <laughs> what is this, violence? I am saying this movie wasn't weird enough for me, you have know, he got fucking priests talking about breasts and devil suede suit, blue suede suits, and fucking singing songs and everybody drinking. This is ridiculous. What is this? And fucking Donald Pleasance is cracking up for real how absolute bollocks this is and how much of a big ass check he got to make this movie, and finally it's not daytime, it's dusk, And it gets a friend toilet paper a tree, and I'm sat here on Halloween, where I'm sure if people are out having fun, and I'm sat here watching Halloween 4, for 10 maybe of you people who might listen to it, I don't fucking know, I don't know, I'm just, ...doing things to do things to say I have a podcast... ...and then I'll play some Alan Wake... ...and then I'll, I don't know, I'll clean... ...get ready to clean my flat tomorrow... ...it's a... ...it's a good old life... ...it's sure, it's sure a good old life... ...and you know... ...oh my god... ...and fireworks going off in background... ...so... This is so... Oh, my God, this movie is so dumb. What is this? It's like, I know we're going to go in some X-Men territory with this little kid, and, you know, you can... And plenty of people have done it. I've read reviews criticising last, last night in Soho. These people want to watch... If these people want to watch something which is actually uninspired, Halloween 4 is right there for you. And it's what gets me about... Sing illiterate Twitter and movie Twitter and all of that. It's like, look, if you don't want movies like last night in Soho, fine. They'll make movies like Halloween 4. Do you really want movies to be made like Halloween 4? Do you really want movies to have shit like this? Like, this is literally... The most uninspired direction... And I'm not even saying this is the worst movie of all time because it's not. I mean, it's just, it's just a big bag of nothing. But like, I mean, you know, why? Why wouldn't you see this as a challenge? To go like John Carp set a template. How can I work within that template to make a Howie movie with space? And so, like, Michael, oh, look at my head, oh, Michael Myers. Oh, there's a picture of Gamely Girls. Oh, get, get over there. It. It's like, my God, this is just, oh, my Lord. It's just, this is just, right? Here's the problem: like, Michael Myers. Is not meant to be one of two lead characters in a movie. Michael Myers is not a character. Michael Myers is an antagonist. He's a villain. He has no depth. He has nothing to latch onto, which is why the new movies are spreading the thinnest possible character beats for Michael over three movies because if you did it all in one movie there would be nothing left in next two you know Michael is one of the most boring slasher villains in history of the universe and that's fine that's okay, because the point of Halloween is Michael is literally the boogeyman, and the characters he's going after get the development, which is what they do in Halloween queues, because a lot of people criticize the time spent on those characters before they're murdered, but you have to do it because Michael doesn't give you any goddamn thing to work with. You know, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Oh, oh, oh god <laughs> oh god and it just even further goes to show there is nothing for loomis to work with loomis is not a very interesting car driver Unless you really, really dived in to Loomis and really, really went to town. But even then, they don't really want to do that because Loomis doesn't really have anything either, you know? There's just nothing really there for Loomis. Oh, my God. It's... Okay, so... Again, don't want armchair walk back, but there's no tension. It's just. It's WandaVision. It's shot like. It's shot like WandaVision is. But WandaVision is a TV show, an expensive TV show, but still a TV show. This is just plonk down the camera and have people walk across it. Okay, this scene's got a bit of a moving camera, but even then, it's not really that much. And those creepy kids are like, hey, we're going to show some humility. And now Michael's there and he's like, I'll get you, you little kids, and your dog, too. Uh. Cops do it by the book. Oh, hope not. A poor book. Oh, Brady and Sunday are falling out. Oh, shit. Oh, no, her boyfriend, young, young devolved dang Aykroyd, cheats on her. And he's still like, I, I'm trying to apologise to you. And now these kids are walking and it's just, oh, uh, just not terribly good at them. These guys have no chemistry. Come on. Come on. Don't pretend you have chemistry no miss hot panties that's not something anyone would say there's nothing i don't like about movies the dialogue is really flat and what i don't really understand is why like when you've got finished script the script is finished so you know what happens when you can edit the dialogue and make it better like, oh, you can go back to Lomest hot panties. It's like, who the fuck would talk like that? You know? That's worse than that stupid bee motif. They keep trying throwing honeymoon, which is just poor. You know what like it, it cracks me up that people criticize the latest Howie movie, but I mean watch this. Watch this movie. This is just bad. And actually, to be honest, I'm getting the vibe that this is going to start veering into similar directions as the latest Howie movie. It's just so flat. And not very interestingly shot. Just disappointing. I mean, it's, it's... People is missing through this. George Romero movies didn't necessarily have most flashy shot compositions. But the way they were arranged was very interesting. Whereas this is just... It seems like they're just shooting cameras. Oh, here comes the mob. Oh, man. These bunch of red nets. Okay, that... Okay, again, this is an interesting angle. They could have explored in more detail. If it had better script. But this movie... I get the impression they're just writing script and they thought, shit, we need to have something happen. So we'll have Mike, a bunch of red hey, nets go after Michael. That's, that's the thing the original movie doesn't get credit for. That palpable sense of tension that pulsates throughout it. Even when not much is happening, it still feels tense. This doesn't feel tense. This just feels like it's just dragging along. Um... And again, that's because Michael doesn't really give you anything to work with. You know, it's like they're trying to go, oh, he's obsessed with Laurie. Now he's obsessed with his niece. But it doesn't really vibe. It doesn't really vibe. You know, it's just dull. I'm just loomis it's just he's such a loomis Ah, oh. he's such a loomis <laughs> i love that that should be an expression he's such a loomis oh man oh man that See, that's okay. Although I think that shot was better I focused, the one of um, Michael through the, uh, one of the windows of the car. And then this guy's so like, Michael, fuck you. Don't you pull that Halloween bullshit at me. I'll fuck you up. And it's like, you know Michael Myers. You've seen him. He's on the news. Why are you mouthing off to him? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, into a power converter. That was oddly bloodless. Um, Again, like, it's just, I don't know, guys. Like, that's the most, I hate when movies do that. Like, they, it's the most, they pick the most boring way to shoot a death like that. I don't know, it's very, this, this. This direction, okay, this direction seems more functional than anything, you know? It's like, it works and it's decent, but, um, yeah, it's just... It's just, I mean, it's functional, you know? It's not inspiring, it it sort of tells the story, but it just doesn't... It's not very interesting. And again, like I said, Romero wasn't exactly doing that flashy, but it was interesting. It's just construction. You know, you don't have to do a flashy shot. Like, this is okay. This through, through the window bars, that's not bad. That's sort of copying to hitchcock S to a degree. But the rest is just, ugh. It's just you no know, snap, crackle and pop. You know, you need to have some pop, you know. Like this for example, they just static shots. You know, I guess it's to create sense of location, but it doesn't it just doesn't pop, you know, it doesn't pop. It's got pop. If it doesn't pop, what's the point? Also I don't this clown costume motif, it, I, I just it's just big bag of nothing. I know it's related to the first movie where Michael, as a kid, would clown costume. And I guess it's meant to draw parallels. Oh, that's Pumpkin. Mental parallels between Jamie and Michael, but like, it just, oh, I don't know. It, I wonder if this was actually shot at Halloween, or if it's just, you know, he did what first one did, where he just painted leaves brown. Could you really do that nowadays? If you painted a leaf brown nowadays, would you be told off by the environmental agencies? Something to consider. I know there's obviously a lot you can't do nowadays. Could, oh, shit. The fog. That, again, that's just like... I think they thought that's a cool shot, but needs it needs be warped a bit more. I mean, it's... I think... I, I'm getting vibe from watching this one that... They didn't want John Carpenter or someone like John Carpenter to come back. They wanted to just make a functional horror movie. And I guess they succeeded in that regard. I mean, there's a few weird aspects to it, but. Yeah. Anyway, um. I'm pausing the movie now because Anne lets you do 45 minutes at a time. So I'll be picking up at 45 minutes and 13 seconds. So I'll be back in just a sec. Press pause on your movie. And we're back. And Jamie's still in clown costume. to turned around. She's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And she's going for a walk. And I suppose the have comparisons so like Scream's not shot in the most interesting way either. But I think Wes Craven knows how structure is composition's better. And from part of that's down to, I, I guess it's unfair to criticize director, because I really think they just wanted someone who would make a functional horror movie, and think they're told, just make, just here's, what, here's the elements we need, and want you to shoot a movie like this. Although it kind of goes against the idea that Scream had, and Love Slash is halfway, it's got me like a murder every ten minutes, because this, this movie's oddly bloodless so far. I know people have died, but it's not doesn't film that sort of slasher movie. And I suppose you can say that's a plus, but I, I just I don't know. I, I think I'm more placed my criticisms because I think ultimately oh shit they see Michael he's just st- stood right there, and Loomis goes loads his gun, but he doesn't have a gun, and Michael's just sort of walking. Oh shit, Michael's behind them, and you're like oh man. Oh, no, it's like mask is freely available in many, many different stores. Oh, man. Oh, me. Oh, my. Oh, man. It's like, this is why you should ban the mask at Halloween. Why would you, why would you go at Halloween as Michael Myers? What? Douchebag of a kid. You should be, there should be a law against that. I suppose it's, there's a law against breaking curfew. And Loomis says like he's about to have a heart attack. Well, maybe that's just Donald Pleasant. That's a bad comments make, I apologise and um yes yeah, their driving gun uh, Officer Pierce um, oh he's calling Officer Pierce and Michael just stood in the middle of the road and has he learned teleport yet? I really wish they'd make a movie version for the Avengers with classic slasher characters I don't know who they face, um, maybe Lucifer or something like that or some sort of alien monster but it could be quite cool I mean, I, I suppose there is no, like, Michael Myers been played by numerous people. So Jason, Jason. I suppose you can get Kane Hodder back. But you can get Robert Anglin to play Freddy again. And you can get Brad Dourif voice Chucky. And you've got four there. And you can get Doug, Doug Bradley to voice Hayraiser. Pinhead. You know, today you have got a movie I guess you can talk about oh where's the lack of there's a the lack of female involvement but oh, I don't know, you can't fucking you can have Sydney revealed as a new ghost killer or something. Apologies if that turns up being if that turns out be a spoiler for the new screen movie, I don't know who fucking Ghostface is Ghostface Killer is in that movie. I'm just spitballing that if it turns out that Sydney and then she can be Ghostface Killer in the fucking slasher team up movie. And, fuck it, let's bring um, Jigsaw back as well because why not? And then you've got a party, you know? And you can always change it. You can always have um, Jennifer instead of Chucky or whatever, or whatever. I can't remember what doll's name is. I know it's Jennifer Tilly's in the movie. Um, shit. Fuck. You know it's bollocks when you can't remember what the fucking evil doll, the other evil doll's name is in Child's Play. Shit, that's going to bother me for ages. Oh, rednets are there. And it's sort of like... Oh, my man, they're really speeding through the through Plough Hoween. The new Hoween movie, aren't they? They're like, let's take elements from it. From Hoween 4 and put them in that movie. Oh, no, lynch mob. And Loomis sort of like lynch mob doing do the job. It's like, what? These men may be the only things you've got. Loomis, these men... Train police officers can't do Michael and you won't send a fucking lynch mob of southern red nets after is Chicago Southern? I don't think Chicago's in the South. But these are clearly nets, so who knows? I'm not big on my American geography. Anyway, they'll stop Michael, you know, as we all know a, a lynch mob is perfect for stopping an unstoppable killer. Michael seat. Oh shit. No Michael's gonna be by your window in a second. Oh no he's not. He's just turning out in the backseat, I guess. When do you call National Guarding at this point? Like the National Guard you just take down Michael. I mean it's it's something I just wondered, like I had an idea for Friday for for a Nightmare in the Street movie where, like, a bunch of soldiers enter the dreamscape to fight Freddy. You could have it be, like, aliens, but in Nightmare on Street universe. And I thought, that's really cool. Like, they go in and stop Freddy once and, all, once and for all. But then he enters the dream... Within the dreamscape, he enters their dreams and all goes shit. So it's sort of like Inception, but Nightmare on Street. And old man Rednecks so are like, we'll get you. These guys are straight out of fucking South Park episodes. Holy shit. And they're all going to stop Michael. At least they have guns. Oh, shit, Michael's disappeared. Oh, man, no, he hasn't. They're blowing up the flower statue orchard thingy. And they're just all firing like it's this predator or something. And they've all got unlo- re- ultimate ammo, un- unlimited ammo, and their fucking shotguns. Because a shotgun doesn't fire this many times without reloading like six or seven times. You know? And these are clearly shotguns. And also you're shooting him from long oh, I suppose that's a rifle, but I mean they won't exactly if they looked from scope, they would have seen Michael was not there, and these good old boys, oh shit, they've murdered Ted Hollister <clears throat> oh man is that it? is that you ever seen? Oh no, we oh it's the sets time. They're having the sets. It's like oh it's Miss Hot Panties and young Dang Aykroyd having I never thought I'd say that sentence. And they're like they're not gonna go upstairs, they're gonna they're gonna do it just here. And oh man, I hope it doesn't get burned with her hot panties because you know What a weird fucking insult to say to someone, you got hot panties. Oh man, young Dang Aykroyd thinks he's in heaven and what is this characterization? Seriously. These two not seeing a slash movie for? And they're right by fireplace, if she really does have hot panties and she's by fireplace, those panties are gonna be boiling and it's gonna be impact very badly on his crotch. I'm just saying. And topless from back from back. Well, maybe she's got a hot bra oh man those those hot panties oh my lord right by an open fire and this is the most the set scene i've ever seen oh shit her dad's back um oh no and her panties are gonna be so hot oh my lord what's she gonna do oh wait loomis is her dad oh shit he's gonna skin him alive oh no her dad won't like her when T-shirts says cops do it by book. Oh, Loomis is Loomis looks like he wants to get in there. Oh shit, Michael, has Michael driven out of a cop car? Who's the people who go, How's Michael know how to drive? It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You know? It's like, oh shit, they're sisters, that's what the problem is. But, why does everyone get worked up with Michael knowing how to drive? Michael's literally a personification of evil. Of course he knows how to fucking drive. You ever seen Formula One? Michael knows how to drive people. Just get with it. And he gives a horny teenage boy a, a, right, a shotgun. And they go and go outside, and this gives me pieces flashbacks. They're like, you better learn how to fire. <laughs> This is great because he's basically saying, "Look, I know you were about to fuck my daughter, and I know, but you best sort this shit out. And also, I'll ki- shoot you if you grow her again. But also, you sort out fucking roof and attic, and if you die, it's okay because you know I don't like you. You're you're a punk kid. You got that menace, kid. It's amazing how nothing has happened in this movie so far." nothing of any merits happened and suppose you say does anything any real merit in terms of like plot movements does the original movie have lots of plot movement and i go yeah 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 a fair bit happens in that movie by this point a lot's happened um you know it's just it's fragmented but this movie like i suppose ted is dead the the guy they shot but then we immediately cut away because they thought no one gets a fuck and this guy he was meant to go to the fucking attic and bought the roof and he's trying he's he likes this woman he likes this sunday but he's still sort of like he likes her but he wants fuck her sister and it's like her sister doesn't care that her boyfriend tried to bang that no, her sister's boyfriend is into her it's fucking weird it's like something online like something a fucking penthouse article or something and for all this little kid is doing such a good job where's this is this the house from the original movie oh they're boarding up the cupboards as well in case michael comes after them and if you're not sure michael's gonna get in the house why would you still be there when you go to literally any other house Oh my god! This is a, this is an odd little movie. I I don't. This doesn't. I mean, I, I maybe I'm the wrong person because I there aren't any make the original Halloween. Um, yeah, sure, that gets me in terms of spoots and scares and tension, but these other movies, these just don't. They just. Even new ones. Like, the new one has a really cool shot of Michael going house to house, and it's really... It's actually really, really cleverly done, but it's not scary. It's just like, oh, that's very technically impressive. Whereas the original Halloween actually has tension to it. And I think that's what's problem is with this movie and movies nowadays and new Halloween movies, there's just no... it's no real tension to them. It just doesn't feel tense, and maybe that's just me, but I feel like something like Scream. Scream is really tense. Scream is an excellent, excellent tense slash movie. Because even if you know what's going to happen in Scream, the way the tension rackets up is just mind blowing. And I think that's really what separates guys from Wes Craven, um, George Romero, Sam Raimi. And John Carpenter from the, some of the new generation is they know how to amp up the tension. And that's the point. You don't necessarily need a death every ten minutes or ten pages or whatever. You just need to ramp up the tension. And you ramp up the tension by choosing best shots to tell a story. You know? Like this scene's not bad. This scene's nicely lit. You got sp- the spotlight shone on these two. You got shots of Doring background. That's a good shot. That's a really cool shot and really w- cool way of telling story. And it's static and it's held and it's really clever. And of course, that's the not the norm. The norm for this movie is just let's pick the most functional way of telling this story. You know. Where's John Cop play player things in background and you know oh, the mundanities? Oh. And think fundamentally that I wouldn't be surprised if this movie wasn't case of them having lots and lots and lots of things they wanted to accomplish and just deciding that they needed to do like a close up, a medium shot, a wide shot for every scene and flat, they couldn't really get too flashy, whereas you get impression with some horror directors, that they really like getting there, and figuring out, okay, how can we make the most interesting way, because Sigma is fundamentally the most interesting way you can tell a story visually, you you have the script, you have the locations, how, what is most interesting, like, this isn't bad, silhouette, it's quite cool, but fundamentally, it's just, it doesn't feel like they were trying to tell an interesting story officially. And that's to be honest, because they don't have an interesting story in general. You know? I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm not, I want some best threat on the planet, but. I mean, here's the other thing. I think without, again, I don't want Armchair quarterback, but the movie's called The Return of Michael Myers. So what they really should have done is beat up tension and tension and tension and kept him off screen for as long as possible before returning him, not literally having him back in the very first scene. You know, amp up the fear. You know, and the fact that when he gets to Haddonfield, shit is going to go down. Because shit it doesn't feel like it's gone down. And we're... An hour into this movie, is 20... Well it's Netflix has 28 minutes left, but you have to factor in three or four minutes of credits and all the rest. And it just doesn't feel like there's really much going on. Like, where's the tension? And I think part of that's because, you no, know, I don't know, guys, like... How would you even describe it? It's just... Matter of fact. Matter of fact horror. You can see this quite a fair bit. And even stuff like Wishmaster movies, where it was almost made in a matter of fact way to not challenged. And I suppose maybe that's a um, producer thing, where they're like, we just want to make a fucking slasher movie. Despite the fact there's not much slashing going on. Um, that they're just like we just want to make a fucking Slash movie now it might be a response to Season of the Witch Howling 3 where maybe they felt that was too weird and too abstract and they thought let's tone it back a bit let's let's go back to classic Howling but then they didn't really go back to classic Howling because even Howling 2 which is a I don't know like Howling 2 is kind of cool because it's not a very good movie um, But saying it entirely in hospital does allow some interesting set pieces, whereas this feels like they weren't entirely sure what they wanted to do, rather than they knew what they didn't want to do. Oh man, these sisters arguing. Like, this could have been cool. This could have been like an interesting dynamic between them. But it just doesn't, to be honest, it doesn't feel like they wanted them be sisters and then they had them be sisters at last minute and so not really getting exploration of it oh shit you threw coffee on her that'll make her panties even hotter yeah I don't know, guys I, I just I always I hate the countries on movies like this where you get to this point and I just feel like I'm so bored and I, I don't know. Just you just want something to happen. You really I just want something to fucking interesting to happen on screen. Just something. But no, it's just I mean it's like the idea of the redneck mob is something interesting. No new movie didn't do that much better a job of it, but it's a really interesting idea. But it just doesn't seem like it's gone anywhere. And the police and all of that is just and Jamie, they've so forgotten that she's meant to be main character. But maybe it's because of hours she can she can't work certain hours or whatever. But she's sort of stopped being main character for 15 minutes and now she's the main character again. And it's oh my god. And you just can't and also, there's a lot of fucking characters left. It's like, is finale of this movie going to be a bloodbath or something? Because most, like, only, none of the main characters have actually been taken out yet. You know, is Michael just going to start cutting down people? In, like, bru- brutally? This script is really weirdly constructed. Because you would imagine that Michael would be hacking through people. But, I mean, he's killed a couple of day players. But he hasn't gone after any of the main cast or even main supporting cast yet. Although well, I suppose he's gonna fight those rednets soon because I saw clips of that from before. And oh man, drink coffee on Halloween evening when you've got shotgun. That's that's good to do. Yeah, I agree it's pretty boor- it's pretty boring here too to be honest. Dear Lord ah, MTV it's like pop culture for people It's nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. She's lighting candles. Oh, that's that's cool. That's interesting. Oh shit! Michael's rocking in chair. Okay, now we're gonna get bloodbath aspect. You know. Oh my lord! Holy shit! Michael just impaled that woman to the wall with a fucking shotgun. Holy shit! That's crazy. Okay, now now maybe something's going to happen in this goddamn fucking horror movie. Because now Michael's going... Although oh, he's already at house, so surely this won't take very long. And also, what's Michael's game? I guess he wants Jamie, but... Yeah, I don't know. Michael doesn't really have much motivation in general, rather than wanting to kill everyone. But it does make for a not most fast, not most interesting finale to a movie, because... He's the main villain, and his entire motivation is everybody dies. Which is like Lance Archer from um, AEW. I hope gets better soon, because that's a nasty bump he took the other week on Dynamite. If you listen to this in the future, he, he, took a, he fought on in AEW Dynamite on October, in October 2021. Did Moonsault land on his fucking head? Freaky accident, but still. Um, and hopefully he's... Whenever you hear this, hopefully he's old men, because Jesus Christ. Anyway, Sunday's run upstairs. Her mum's dead "That's a why have they got three floors." Oh, and Jamie's gone. Oh no, Jamie, J ja- J ja- Jamie Jamie, to to bad phrase. Heavy rain, jray, Oh, dang, Atreus. Devolved down accurates there. He's like, no no, we have to leave right now. Fuck your sister. Oh man, that guy messed up. And uh he's like, I ain't gonna call no ghosts. Oh, they lost the key. <laughs> How do you not know it was metal, you dumbass? How are you trapped in his house? There's probably a back door. And also, does this mean that Michael took the key? Like, why would Michael give a shit? Oh, man, here we go. Oh, man, Michael Myers. Here he comes. He's like, oh, I'm going to slowly saunter up the stairs. And guns jammed, because of course the guns jammed. <laughs> This, oh man, Michael slowly won upstairs. See, that again, that's not a bad shot. Why did it take so long for the shots to get somewhat interesting? You know? Oh no! He took too long to reload. Oh, against the wall! His separate shoulder. Oh man, he's gonna hit Michael. Oh! Bam! Bam! Michael grabs and feast like P-p-p-p-p-ca! smashes him in the face. He don't want no fucking guns. Although no, that gun would go off on the floor. And this guy's like boom! He punches Michael. Boom! Michael catches his hand, crushes it. Oh man, here comes the choke lift. Oh my lord, no. What's he gonna do now? Oh he spits! He spits. And Michael's like, I'm gonna tear you fucking pieces flat. Oh my lord. And we don't see aftermath, we just see him crushing that guy's skull. There's. I always think there's two ways to make a Mike movie. If you spread out cues, or you just have sequences where he just murders everyone. Like, I'd love to see Michael go against fucking JSOC team or something. A bunch of trained soldiers, but you no, know, that'll probably never happen. Although, like, untrained mobs, because in theory, soldiers are just shoot in bits. You no. Know headshot double tap headshot double tap oh man Michael's going upstairs again he 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 wants something I no one knows anymore with Michael no one knew at in time no one knows now he's just oh he's grabbed a knife he's like he 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 I got a knife, I got a knife. Michael's got a knife oh she's smashing windows And oh man, hope they knelt down boards. Get on my back, Jamie. Get on my back. And it's nine Jesus Christ. This better have the longest credits ever, that's all I'm saying. Oh man, that's a long way to jump. So you know, aim for the grass. I don't I think they wanted this clown thing to be dramatic, but It just screams, hey, remember the first movie, kids? The first Halloween movie, do you remember? Oh, man, John Carpenter made the Halloween movie. And do you remember his theme music? We're not going to make any more theme music. We're going to use his theme music and keep paying him because we don't want to make John Carpenter's Halloween anymore, but we won't keep paying him and using his theme. You have to respect John Carpenter's attitude on that, by the way. It's like, they're going to pay me? Yeah. I mean, fuck it. They can reboot as much as they want. They'll pay me, and it'll be mediocre. I'll get some money. I just... The theme gets watered down the more you hear it in movies like this. It's like, it's a good theme. Oh, Michael. See, Michael climbing the roof is so stupid. It's like, I get why they did it, but it should have just appeared on the roof. You don't need to show Michael climbing up. Just sh- have him on the roof and have it be like, my God, is he supernatural? You know? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. She Oh, drop and roll. when you see that mask in full profile and it's not dimly lit it's really really dumb it's really stupid and I get this sort of like point it's like there's no mythicism behind the mask it's just a mask but maybe is a different mask the original one it looks goofier you know that looks really goofy oh shit oh shit Oh, poor Rachel. She's getting fucked up. Like, proper fucked up by Michael. Oh, shit. She dead. She has to be dead, right? She fell all the way off the fucking roof. And she ain't Michael. Come alive, Rachel. Come alive. That's a great line. That's a good, like, that's something a kid would actually say. That's good. I, I, I did that. And now Michael's like, ah, oh, hello. He's like, hello. And Jamie does not look happy. So she's going to scream, rung off, which is an unstable reaction. She's a kid up against Michael Myers, the boogeyman, or a nightmare man. See why wasn't this called the Nightmare Man? If you weren't gonna make a big deal out of Michael Myers returning, why wouldn't you just call it Halloween Four the Nightmare Man? Because that's quite a cool title. It's evocative. Maybe ask they asked and test test properly. Those you know, same people who don't understand last that of last night in Soho is or the entire movie of last night in Soho is a yellow movie, and if you understand, it, it's a yellow movie or Gallo. Then you know exactly what movie is. It's I think more people should probably understand that rather than go, I didn't like it because it wasn't the movie. It didn't explain anything. They don't explain anything. They're horror movies. It's meant to be left to your imagination. And Loomis is the like, right, you can come with me now. I will be your, I will be your mentor. <laughs> Wouldn't Loomis think they wanted to find Michael and stop him? Now it's like, no, I've changed my mind. Oh, shit. I dropped the phone. That's like he's changed his mind. He's gone the wrong way for Michael because of Jamie, who I get the impression that he was trying to use his bait. They're not going to do a thing with Loomis being... I can't remember that fucking Halloween 5. They're not going to do a thing with fucking Loomis looking after this kid, are they? Loomis can barely look after himself. You know? Why would anyone live in Haddonfield? It must be the nicest place on the planet the rest of the year. Now they're in the schoolhouse. I mean, I suppose is a location of sorts they could use, but... Oh, no. I mean it could be decent for that thing. I mean, we've only got 14 minutes left. Um, would that technically count for that? Or would this be halfway through for that? Oh, shit! Michael! What the fuck? Again, like, Loomis doesn't work as a fucking action hero because that should have that should have keyed him off. Anyone younger would die if they're thrown through a mirror like that. Also, why is Michael's hair smoky? What the fuck? You know, why is it now white? Or is is that not Michael? Is that someone different? I don't know, guys. Like, maybe it's one of Loomis's other form patients or something. Oh, what's behind you, kid? Oh, nothing. That shot was a big bag of nothing. The school's quite a creepy environment, though. Just sort of ambling along, dimly lit. Although, wouldn't they have security guards or something? To stop... Because these teens in this area seem like they would... The first thing they'd do is go to the school and try and fucking library or something. You know? Oh, shit, Michael's there and his hair's black again. What was that about? His fucking hair was white and seen. Did they fucking misplace the wig or something? Like or I don't fucking know. I bet if I freeze frame it, freeze framed it, I'd be like, what the fuck? Oh shit! And she's oh he's dragging her away. Oh man, the interesting face of Michael. No DQ matches of talking wrestling have taught me that's going to immobilise Michael. And now the, the old red nets nearby are they gonna beat Michael death? maybe I'll try and beat him deaf, but he'll um he'll just get up and be like, "Fuck you, you fuck, oh, here we go, Michael slaughtering a bunch of red nets in finale. Maybe they do beat him deaf. No, I mean smoothie has to wrap up at some point, and we have to think Michael's dead. No, the rednecks are going to murder him. <laughs> oh, rednecks are like, oh, man. Hey, better fight, Michael. You know, that's what I want to see. A bunch of rednecks saving day by being decoys. And in theory, they should, be, they should be so far away from Michael at this point that he poses no threat to them, but as I think we're probably about to understand and find out in a few minutes, Michael has interpretation powers. And even if they leave Haddonfield, he'll just peer right in front of them, because why the fuck not? Oh, shit. I thought that look t- suggest something, but apparently not. <laughs> so dumb (laughs) this is so dumb I have enjoyed watching this though I mean it's dumb and it's kind of boring places but it's just it's one way to spend howling and I like doing commentaries so unless the car's been driven by Michael (laughs) oh shit Here we go. Oh, it's not Mike. I thought it might be Michael for a second. Sorry, they're doing exposition. No, I didn't think I was going to do this this year. I thought, oh, I won't get to it. I'm too tired. But glad I did, you know because um, it's good to do things like this. I think lots of people, they don't do podcasts or countries because they're too nervous or apprehensive, but I'm like, fuck it. If I'm nervous or apprehensive about something, it's usually the best time to do it. And, oh, shit, they're driving into the fog. You don't drive into the fog. That's- oh, shit, Michael is... Wait, what? Michael's... Oh, man, he's... Gra- Wait, How? why how did no one see him how did he climb on car and he's like oh man he's going to murder F1." Oh shit oh man he's fucking them up oh two down michael's like motherfucker and he's like get the fuck off the car straight onto the road they don't seem to hear the impacts or, see, or react in any real way. Oh shit! That's. Oh my god, he's. Oh Jesus Christ. Just rip that guy's throat out. This little kid is freaking fuck out. Don't drive, stop the car and run. Although, how Michael got on car in first, underneath car in first place is fucking weird. And they're like, fuck you here, Billy. Get out car. And music's playing full volume at this point, as it does. And it's sort of like, oh, man, here comes our thing. Oh, wait, a mob attacked Michael earlier. I thought they fought in baseball bats and shit. Or maybe that's coming up in second, who knows? And Michael is basically being director, and he's sort of like, show some skin. Show some skin someday. And the next scene, um, he's showing no skin because, you know, the actress is probably sort of like, fuck that, cut, I ain't showing even a bra strap for more than a few seconds. She's not like a sister with the hot panties, you know. Wait, is that character still alive? I can't fucking remember. Probably, oh shit, Michael's headbutting the windscreen. Oh, they throw him off. Oh man, Michael, oh, bang, bang, bang. Oh, slow motion. Oh man, run him over. Rung him over it's young way be sure oh Michael's already up. Michael's looking thick by the way, holy shit. I don't know I don't know if I drive straight at Michael Myers. You know? Because then he gets chance to smash through windscreen for knife and he's not moving. Oh that's bad. Oh that's a bad effect. Oh shit. They fucked Michael up though. Oh man, they're gonna run over him again. Are they? No? No, they stop just shy. And police are like, maybe we should turn around and go your way. And Jamie's still like I see shit. And Sunday's like, I know you do. You probably see a sequel. You need to be in sequel, Jamie. Just run him over a few more times. I mean, normally it's sort of like that's murder. But in this case, he's literally been killing everyone he can to kill for free movies. So just run his ass over. Run his face over. Run over his groin. I'm f- Holy shit. Don't touch Michael. Jamie, no. Don't touch him. You'll give him strength to get up. Jamie, run. Run, Curtis. Oh, shit. Oh, shotgun! Oh, man, they're blowing the shit out of Michael. But remember, he gets stronger the more he kills people, which is probably a good thing he hasn't done that often in this movie. And Michael's like, oh, it's like the Mth Platoon, which actually came out the same year. Holy shit, that's good timing. And Michael got blown to shit, and then he got blown into what looked like a mine of some sort or a really big hole. And Michael knows about big holes. Wink, wink. Is he dead though? I mean probably Oh shit! Loads of shit fell him, so he must be dead. I mean don't find I mean how could he possibly survive that and then make like two more sequels and then a reboot sequel and then reboot sequel well, and then a reboot sequel to the original which has own reboot sequel. Oh god this franchise. It's like when you get into the idea that there's Multiple, multiple timelines of how movies Thought, holy fuck like wait what imagine if the imagine if the three michaels teamed up oh my god four michaels because you got one two one two you got four five six you got h2o which, which is another reboot and it ignores even how two then got Rob Zombie's Halloween, which is Nora's all of them, and then got new ones, which is Nora's everything, including Halloween too. So you got basically two versions of Halloween 2. Jesus Christ. Three versions of Halloween 2. Four versions? I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, you've got two timelines where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, played Laurie decades later, dealing for trauma the only way she knows how. You know, Jesus Christ. This franchise. Oh, and Michael's not dead, you know, because of course he's not fucking dead. Or is this Jamie? Maybe it's Jamie, you know. Michael's passed on the infection to her because she was wearing clown costume. Although I bet you nothing comes of this in that next one. It's probably never even fucking addressed because why would it be, you know, and it's sort of like, hey, remember this scene from first movie of John Carpenter? John Carpenter's Halloween? Oh, Loomis is just in her house for some fucking weird reason. And it's sort of like, no. <laughs> it can't happen again. It's Loomis. Oh, shit. Loomis about to shoot a little kid. <laughs> like, she's evil. She's evil. And Oh, man, Donald Pleasant's losing his shit. He's no, 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 and Jamie's still like, "I'm the star of this franchise now," and producers are thinking, "You think this will come up in the next movie? You're fucking kidding yourself." Oh man, what a, what a bad ending, what a bad bad ending. Well, um. Yeah, that was the first how, second because Halloween three, but first mainline Halloween movie made without Jamie Lee Curtis, and it goes to show that she is the linchpin of this franchise because, despite fact that Jamie's played by a very talented child actor, that was not not a very good movie. Um, what would I rate it? Uh, five, two too i mean it did it, it did the trick it the director and everything they did what they're asked to do but in donald pleasance is always a delight and daniel harris daniel harris daniela harris wherever you want to call is really re really, was really really good in it but it was just didn't really do much for me um there wasn't really that much violence the little bit that there was cool. had some decent ideas that weren't executed brilliantly. And I would say time has been very kind to Halloween Free with all of these ensuing sequels being inventiveless, lack imagination, and thing uninspired in a cash grab. So this is what you get as a result. But at the same time, if someone said to me, make a Halloween movie and, you know, you cannot put any of your imagination into it. You just need to make it. I'd make a fucking functional Halloween movie. I don't know anyone else who would, and it's it's fine. It's it's okay. It's not great. I mean, I say two out of five. Uh, I, yeah, I f- actually fuck fuck the fuck the idea of an R five rating. How does it work? It's Halloween sequel. It's fine. It's just it's it is what it is. That's all I can say. It is what it is. Um, I'm glad you watched this with me. If you didn't, if you've just listened to my commentary, I'm glad you listened to it. This is the fourth Iot this Howing. I'll be back next year with Iot this Howing 5. I can't even remember what that fucking movie's about. It's, it's, I know it's continues on for this movie in some way, but I can't imagine it has Jamie as the bad guy. So, Um, um but the movie did have the, did end with a moment where Donald Pleasance was about shoot a little kid in the face, and for that, it does have my affection. So until next time, this is Ian Austin signing off, saying life is beautiful, and so are you.